0: For the touch of your lips, dear, but much more for the touch of your whips, dear, you can raise wealth like nobody else as we dance to the
1: masochism tango.
2: Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the a Slot Podcast. My name is Simon Bell, welcome along board as we go on another journey through sexuality and... Uh, What that looks like in today's society. The ASLAT podcast does stand for advice, sex, love, understanding, and trust. Today we talk to Devon, who is a school teacher. Obviously, we can't go too into detail on who she is, as she's in primary school. But we talk to her in depth um, about her slutty phase, which was during uni and and which we first met, how we got along. And all manner of things around that, what kind of sex education goes into schools, and all sorts of things. Also, during this last week, I was a guest on another podcast, the Swinging Down Under podcast. A couple of C&D, an Australian couple currently living in Singapore, who live in the swinging lifestyle, gave you a lot go to parties, swing parties and all of that sort of stuff. And I was part of their new segment about uh, sex and culture around the world. I was the first, well, they called me a guinea pig uh, for that. So that was was a lot of fun. I really do implore you to go and and check that out. It's at swingingdownunder.com. It's also on Apple Podcasts. I will leave a link In the show notes of this one, so you can find it, it was a really fun interview. It was really cool to, even for me, to learn a few more things that even I didn't know about. So that was really, really interesting. It was really, really fun. I get along with uh, both of those guys really well. They're fantastic friends of the podcast. Now, I'm also shaving my hair for charity. I have put this over Twitter and over Facebook recently. And I'm really hoping that people who are listening might be able to donate. I have had a few. It is for leuka- uh, Leukaemia and Blood Cancer Research. It is something that is quite common. or well, not common, but is a large charity over here in New Zealand and in Australia as well. So all, all money raised goes straight into Blood Cancer and Leukaemia Foundation of, of New Zealand. And so I, I really do implore you to, to get on board and, and help me raise, I'm trying to raise $500 for it, which is lower than what I've had in previous years, but I've got onto it a bit late this time, so I've lowered it down, $500 I think is is okay, if everybody who listens to this podcast donated a dollar, I'd be there, and, it, and it'd be really, really cool, so I'm really hoping that that some people get on board with that. Now, if you want to contact me, you can, I do have a Q and a segment coming up, I am still looking for a, uh, a few more questions and whatnot that I can answer. So please do feel free. You can contact me on the Facebook at the A Slide Podcast, on Twitter at the A Slide Podcast, and uh, on uh, via the old email as well at the A Slide Podcast at gmail.com. So please get those coming in. I do have a fair number already, but I'm always open to more. Always want to get to know where you guys are at, the people who are listening, where you're at, what it's like in your area of the world. If, if you have any questions about what I talk about, because I know some things do go over some people's heads, uh, especially when I start talking about Electro and my kink side of things, so I'm more than happy to talk about that sort of stuff. Um, just yeah, ask the question, ask away, and I'll be more than happy to answer. In the meantime, here is my interview with Devin.
3: If you're straight, what?
2: Welcome to the podcast, how are you this evening?
1: I'm pretty good, thank you, how are you?
2: I am not too bad at all. So, uh, Devon is an old friend of mine from back in the uni days. Long, long time ago. It feels like that, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, So, for those listening who obviously don't know you, because barely anybody who listens to this will, um, (laughs) tell us a wee bit about you.
1: I am a primary school teacher in New Zealand, and I've got a lovely group of little kids that I absolutely adore teaching every day, and I would have been about... 18 when I first met you and I'm now 23,
2: <laughs> so, so that yeah, gives
1: us a little bit of a time. <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely
2: been a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh, thinking back on that though, that's a lot longer than I was, that I sort of think about, I guess, yeah. Which, It makes me feel quite old. Well that,
1: that year was quite a change, I had moved cities, mm-hmm. I was starting university, I was living at a home for the first time, so it's quite, I remember a lot of things quite visibly
2: from that year. Yeah, so you were staying in, in a halls of residence, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and we met through a mutual friend. Friend?
2: <laughs> yeah, she was. Who was that? Oh, Dobby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, we met through
2: Dobby. I wasn't thinking of Dobby, I was thinking of uh, somebody else with rather yes. red hair. Yes, no,
1: no, we didn't meet through
2: him. No, no. I'm glad your memory's better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically you're on because why not? You're down. You're back down in Christchurch yeah. for a little bit, visiting the folks and whatnot, and, and we have a personal history as well. Brief, um, brief but, but fun. <laughs> I know. You, I know you thought it was fun because yep. you've admitted that to me.
1: Oh yes, yeah. I wouldn't deny that.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought I'd have you on and just talk about you know all, all sorts of stuff, stuff that uh, us two are involved in, um, along with a whole bunch of other stuff. Now at the moment though. You're in a long-distance relationship, am I right? I am, yes. Sir. So you're in Auckland and he's down here in Christchurch. Yeah. Yes. But he's overseas at the moment as well, isn't yeah, he?
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> overseas. So my partner's family comes from um, over in Europe mm-hmm. and he's gone back there for a couple of months. We've been together three years now mm-hmm. and at university and we're kind of in it, in it to that three-year point right. when I um, like accepted job the job. Up in Auckland, which we had discussed, mm-hmm. I had started looking until we discussed, you know, the possibility of me working in a different city. Yep. As it incre—they talk about a teacher shortage in Auckland. Mm-hmm. There is not a teacher shortage in. Cross-touch. Oh really? No. Oh no, no, not,
2: not, in not. In um, so, just sorry to cut in, but just for those who don't know, there's about a thousand k's. Yeah. Between, be- between uh, Auckland and Christchurch, so it's a it's a fair distance. It's. Probably only an hour and a half flight, maybe two hours tops, yeah. if you're going into the wind. But it's um,
1: less than 24 hours drive if you did it all in one whack.
2: Yeah, well, flag that for off. Yeah. Um But yeah, so it's a fair way.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, is is that tough? Is it a tough thing to do?
1: It wasn't at the start. Right. The fact that he spent the last two months now in Europe mm-hmm. has been harder, mm-hmm. and he started to realise that as well. Because at first we we're both like it. I'm on a two-year contract,
3: right?
1: And we're like, it's two years compared to how many years we've got in the future.
2: No, right, it's not, right.
1: It's not a big chunk of time, and I still stick by that, and kind of how that how I got myself through it. But mm-hmm. it's starting to get harder.
2: In and in what way?
1: More particularly, the lack of communication. Right. Right. It's you know, I don't really feel like typing out a big long message or talking mm. to a phone. After sure, I've had a hard sure. day, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I don't feel like talking mm-hmm. and I just want someone to sit next to me while I'm watching TV.
2: Sure, sure. It's just that, that comfort that, that, sort of yeah. thing that, that somebody can bring to yeah, you, right?
1: Yeah, and yeah. So that's starting to get a lot harder mm. and coming to the end, you know, the end well, of May.
2: When, when, when's the last time that you saw him in person?
1: Mm, in Mid May?
2: Mid May. So yeah, mid a few months.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been a few months that he's booked flights to come up once he gets back from Europe.
2: When's that? July, early August. It's well, not too far away. Yeah. But it's still a fair amount of time without seeing your partner.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And with their you know, whole day behind us, but on mm. the plate one, he's got
2: the most time to talk. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so it makes it can make it quite difficult. Mm. Or you can be like me and watch the entire Football World Cup at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> He
1: watched the game live today. <laughs> was
2: not happy when they lost. Prick. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's lovely. I'm just jealous that I wasn't there to yeah. watch it as well. I was up at three o'clock this morning to watch it, Ugh. and then fell back asleep before work. <laughs> not much sleep
3: then.
2: No, no. I was meant to. I was meant to bust into work as well because my car's absolutely shagged. Yeah. And um, I saw. I woke up at six when and looked outside. It was raining. It was awful. I was like, No, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm getting an Uber. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so, my, my, this sort of ties into the next question as well, obviously, in that you're so far apart, you don't see each other all that often. It must be difficult, like, for me, obviously, I'm a very sexual person, right? So, and I know you are. Yeah. yeah. How, how are you getting through, for lack of a better term, like, without that physical... Part of your relationship?
1: Just the way any woman would when she doesn't have a real one. Silicone.
2: No Silicone. Actually. <laughs> yep. And like, do you do like online stuff with each other or anything like that? Or
1: um, no, we did the last time we went overseas, mm-hmm. but this time, this time's completely different because I am shattered when I get home from work. Right. You know, you spend six hours with twenty-four six-year-olds,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then you spend an hour and a half planning and tidying and mm-hmm. laminating and cutting and gluing and. Everything um, that you just, I just get home, I eat, and then I fall asleep. Right, most right. most
2: nights. So. I know that feeling. I work yeah. sixty-five hour a week, and then have football on top of that. So, it's it's amazing that I have time to do the, to do this <laughs> yes. shit. To be honest. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, did how often? Two, times a
1: week.
2: Two three times a week. Times a week. Is yeah. that is that a normal amount of viewers? is that a wee bit above average? Or? It's
1: probably a bit more above average.
2: Okay. And is that because you haven't had that physical contact yeah. with him in a fair while? In a
1: fair
2: while. <laughs> very long time. It feels like forever. <laughs> uh I can understand that. I can understand that. You've got every every woman who listens to this sitting going yes, sister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when when you do see each other, is that connection like instant we need to bang now or what?
1: It's most of the times that he's come up yes and occasionally hmm. no. Okay. But that's for a multitude of reasons. Right, right. He has been really, really smart enough to plan kind his of trips around my period. Right. And, <laughs>
2: Clever. And, you know, so that's not always a big
1: turn on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um, but that's. that's
2: yeah. All right. in, in in saying that, though, like, is that really such a bad thing? Like, going at it on, on your period?
1: No. but. Doesn't really put you in,
2: doesn't put me in the mood. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh, our, our flatmates have just arrived home. And got all, We've got, got all. In the house, yeah, so our, our lights have just run out as well. We are in the middle of a podcast, honey. Hazel's <laughs> uh, the new the new flatmate in the house, and she's just gotten all all red and all embarrassed <laughs> that she's that she's interrupted a podcast. She's got her groceries that's and everything. Ooh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> and she's got proper food. That's a change. We're sitting here drinking cider. <laughs> and um and and talking into microphones, um so <laughs> perfect timing, my dear. Um so where where were we? We were saying something. Period
3: sex.
2: Yes. Um there there seems to be this whole big thing, especially with guys. I find it's not yeah. so much a big thing with yeah. girls, but guys and period sex is just a big yeah. fucking no no. And I'm sitting there going. Who gives a fuck? And, um, a fucks a fuck. Am I right, Hazel? Am I right? Yes.
1: Yeah. I've yeah. fucked so many people in my period. No one even cares. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've, I've got it while I've been exing, eating out, and yeah. he is. this was, was my partner. He's done good shit. Yeah. Oh, so like,
2: yes. why does he plan it all around that then? Uh,
1: not intentionally. Right. It's not like he has. He hasn't got the the app with the period tracker on his phone. Is there but actually just, an
3: app for that? There
1: are several apps. How am
2: I not knowing this?
1: Yeah. There's several apps. I can tell you when I'm most fertile, I can tell you, yeah, you know, when I'm... Um, Are you
2: wanting do... kids already?
1: Oh, no, this app just tracks it automatically.
2: Right, But okay. yeah, I've
1: I'm, I'm been wanting kids for like, I know I you remember. have.
2: <laughs> You're, you'd be more than happy to be a stay-at-home mother and be a housewife, I think.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. At least until they went to school. I'm not going to be one of those stay-at-home mums that fucks around at home while they're at school 93.
3: No, fucks around at
2: home?
1: <laughs>
2: God. Oh dear. You're going to be a Stepford wife. Is that what you're not going to be a Stepford wife, are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're saying here. No. Um, right. happy,
1: to, happy to pop out some kids early. I have a, there's lots of schools of thought on kids. Some yeah. go have them older once you've done lots of life stuff. Mm-hmm. Some say have them younger so that you can set yourself up in a career and save more on travel yeah. differently when you're older. like.
2: There's, there's There is a lot of different schools and I'm I'm 28 now. I'm starting to get to the age where I've done a lot of travel. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> um, I've done a lot of travel. Um, I've done a lot of a lot of things in my life yeah. that a lot of other people haven't had yeah. had the ability to do. So I'm I'm incredibly um, uh, fortunate mm. to to have done that. So now I'm getting to that point where kids are an option for me um, in my current career. No. Um, in my, in the last job I had, it was most definitely something that I was yeah. thinking about most days and finding a partner to settle down with and, and do that sort yeah. of stuff. But you need to find a woman that's crazy enough to fucking deal with me first. Yeah,
1: that would be the hard.
2: <laughs> hey, come on now. No, I, I know I can be a handful and I won't settle for second best for me. Yeah. And that's. But you shouldn't. No, but my, like, my standards are very, very high. There's no two ways about that. I have to get along with someone on such a deep personal level to be able to get in a relationship with them in the first place. And then I'm going to have to know them for a fair while after that as well. So it's a tough situation for me personally. Um, Um,
1: I think that's partially why I dislike this is my longest relationship that I'm in now is Mm -hmm. that we were friends for two years. Right. And. You know, three months before we got together, if you'd gone, oh, those two are going to get together, both of us would have gone, what?
2: No, I get fucked. You're crazy. Yeah. And so, what was the catalyst? What got you together? Just a random drink out and bang? No,
1: no. It was this weird. Uh, all of my group of friends. Yeah. I started um, teaching college. Mm-hmm. We all ended up seeing my coupling up with each other. Right. This we were. My my partner was first. Right. And it started with us just. Snuggling on the couch watching movies, which we Aww. did with all our friends, but just all of a sudden it started to feel different. And then. And there, there, was,
2: and there was a hand moving down in a certain area. No. Wasn't no. That way. Wasn't
1: that way. not then.
2: Oh, yeah. see. And then there's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't wait for the cuddling. No, just no, no. You're <laughs> the <me>. Honka, <laughs> Yeah. And then
1: I think possibly quite a big, big catalyst was an, a, a bit of a tragedy. A friend about mother, she passed oh, quite awesome. suddenly and quite yeah. tragically. And. Um, me and my partners were his closest friends. Right. And we spent a lot of nights at his house, you know, all three of us in, in this like double bed or whatever, like but good I, old was student so, I was so emotionally invested in my friend, right? That, that's the person I am. Yeah. And um, that he was really good for me to lean on as well, he's quite right. emotionally strong, and quite mm-hmm. practical and logical. A little bit like me. Yeah. Whereas I think solely with my emotions.
2: Right.
1: And um... So that kind of was a bit of a even closer draw, mm-hmm. was that emotion, you know, that I could depend on him. The and,
2: and then you just sort of went, so are we dating now or what?
1: Yeah, why? yeah. I was um, part of a youth group I was doing, I was catering one of their camps yeah. and, and he me for the day. And then that, that was, that
2: And that, that was the night yeah. that uh, you, yeah.
1: <laughs> No. No. Why a whole week? A
2: whole How wait.
1: restrained of me. Th- that for you. <laughs> yes. At that time, specific uh, yeah.
2: So I had just, calmed just, down a little bit by then. Just, yeah, just to put it at, at that point, you were towards the tail end. Oh, well, obviously oh. towards the tail end of a quite a large slutty phase. Yeah,
1: that a year. It was. What set that off was that I wasn't living at
2: home. Right. So you could bring at the boys halls, back. Yeah.
1: I could bring boys home. I could be loud. I could. It was a tiny <laughs> bit.
2: It, fucking it was a tiny, tiny bit. Bed. Nah. I know that all people well. <laughs> How many have you been in? Oh, there was a lot at uni. a lot, of would uni- have been a lot at uni. But here's, <laughs> <laughs> and here's what disappoints me: not many of them will actually admit it. Oh. Mm, there's a fair few of them that, and I, I couldn't give a shit if they admit it or not, because <laughs> my, I'm gonna big myself up here a little bit. My abilities was not something that they'd experienced before. Because mm. there are things sexually that I am very good at. Yeah. And you can admit this yeah, as well. Yeah. There are some things that I'm very, very good at. And when you've got 18, 17, 18, 19-year-old girls who haven't experienced somebody who actually knows what they're doing at least and a if, little bit.
1: And you were known. Mm. Even
2: and if people I was very know, well known. If, if
1: even if people didn't know what you look like, mm. you would say... Your name, and everyone go. Oh, I've heard of him. Well, that's that guy.
2: Yeah, and this is what I want to ask you. Yeah. What was my reputation around Uni Hall, I guess, or around Uni? Were well, there many a stories a or anything? Bit of a sleeve. There
1: was no stories. It was just, how you, you know, you well-known and well-recognised and a bit of a slave. <laughs> that was, the, that was the, the word on the street.
2: Right, and did you know this before we got together? No. No?
1: I knew you had a reputation. <laughs> I knew you were a sexual person, but
2: that was about it. Right. That, see that's interesting. I kinda of, I'm kinda of disappointed that there's not more stories.
1: <laughs> not, well, none that I heard. Right. None right.
2: that I heard. I think we need to talk to Dobby. Maybe she's heard a few oh. more. Yeah. Okay. She didn't really have a slave face during no. that. She, she did she... after uni. Jeez. Yeah, all ye. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And then but I was in um, the Gold Coast not this February February before and yep. she caught a train to come and catch up with me. And um, I met her current partner and he's lovely mm. and she's so okay.
2: Yeah, and that look that's amazing. She's now, so
1: that yeah. okay. it was crazy. I had one friend in, that I was catching up with him, and then Dolly was coming to meet me later and mm. these are completely two different people. Right, right. But it was just so nice that I could be with both of them at yeah, the same sure, time, and sure. their differences didn't matter. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. Very different personalities, but, like, that didn't matter at all. Mm. It was really lovely.
2: So, th- th- this slutty face, how, yes, how many guys are we talking? Because you're yeah. straight, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many guys?
1: My total number is over 20, but I cannot actually remember at all.
2: <laughs> is that from this single year, or total No, no, that's, that's my yeah, total. Oh, right.
1: But there weren't many guys before I got to my Right. And they haven't been many really like since, since obviously since, because you've been with your partner, yeah. Right? And um, even after uni hall, I moved back in um, with my parents because I because
2: they moved down, yeah. From Auckland, we, right? we,
1: yeah. Mm. I decided to come with my parents being an only child. but quite for me, it would have been quite hard to be on my own at that stage of my sure, life, sure,
2: sure.
1: Um, I was very independent, but not in terms of home. You, you're you're, home s- you're still
2: a daddy's girl. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. Very much. Daddy's a little princess. Yeah. And not in the sexual way that people... <laughs> I know what you're all fucking thinking, you dirty little fuckers. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you've said that before. Yeah. I know you've said that before. I
1: have actually. <laughs> I knew it! There was someone it. who likes to be daddy, Mm-hmm. And one of my exes in another long distance. Coast to
2: Do you just love long distance stuff or what? This number three. Right.
1: This one was not really, but anyway.
2: <laughs> was that um, an online thing? Only?
1: No, no, no. It was kind of a weird casual sex that turned into.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's
1: just they were in a relationship, but none of us sort, of sort of felt like that. Right, right. Um, yeah, and then there's, there's, there's the guy that likes to be called daddy, and then there was one who preferred me in a teacher persona.
2: So a bit of role play, sort of yeah. thing? Yeah. End up. yeah. But I don't know if
1: I took that but getting my teacher's voice out is quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> quite
3: easy. But See,
2: no. that, that's interesting for me because obviously I'm on the dominant side of things generally. Mm. Um, I don't have a teacher's voice, I have like a dom voice. Yeah. And yeah. when that comes out you know you're in trouble.
1: Yeah. Because but I you,
2: you've not experienced that before with, with me because I didn't really no. know what I was into sexually at that mm. point. I was all about, it was basically just all about you at that point, really.
1: Yeah.
2: And then I think you had to sit there and go, no, I'm going to give you a blowjob. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that, that,
1: during that sort of thought I was a lot of people in my life. Yeah. I absolutely. Didn't. But because I do have quite a dominant personality and a role role in my day-to-day life, mm-hmm. Anything sexual, I'm just like, I don't want to have to think, I don't want to have to make any decisions. Right. Just, you know, let me lie here and tell me where to move if I need see, to
2: move. You that, know? That, that's fun for me because I like making my submissive make decisions because I know they don't want to. Oh. I'm that kind of asshole yes. that I'm in charge. Yeah. And again, you wouldn't know this. No. But. The way, like, you've listened to the podcast before coming yeah. on this one and yeah. you've probably learned a wee bit more about yeah. that side of me. And you can probably see how that fits into even how I used to be a little bit. Yeah. But it's all about the other person making decisions for my pleasure yeah. and making them change what they're doing for me.
3: And that's... I definitely That's,
2: stuff. that's delicious. <laughs> like, for me, that's absolutely delicious because they're literally changing what their natural stance is yeah. to please me. Whoa. I'm getting aroused just thinking about it, gents. <laughs> Later, Are you gents. sure it's just not me? No, not this time.
3: Oh,
2: not me. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you're taken. Yeah.
3: Um.
2: So, this is, we, we talked about this slutty phase. Yeah. During this phase, I need to hear the story, because you mentioned it just before we hopped on. Your dad bought your first sex toy. He did.
1: So, this was back at the halls, and... One of my best friends was coming down to go and he came and stopped over after work. And yeah, he did. did <laughs> you know, are you going to be alright financially with Lucy coming down? Because I, I was barely working and living off a Did I meet
2: Lucy? I think I did.
1: You might have met Lucy. Yeah. She's one of the only ones that... You I'm pretty sure so I wanted did. to bang it. So did... um. What's his name?
2: Yeah. Uh, could be any number. Our Ginger Friend. Oh, yeah. We, we won't say names yeah. as much as yeah. we can, but
1: yeah. Um, and so he said, you know, are you going to be okay financially, ready what have you got planned? And mm-hmm. at the time, one of my colleagues for her 28th, twenty-ninth birthday was having a sex toy party. Right. And I said, look, I'm going to this, you know, that's the only expense. So I just don't need you know, buy mm-hmm. anything. It was it's odd. Me and my dad can have quite open conversations mm-hmm. that I can't have with my mother. Right. Um, And... He was like, well, look, if you do decide, you know, you want to spend a bit of money, I'm not talking about going OTT. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. But
2: <laughs> a couple, can, couple of can, grand on a fucking machine like yeah.
1: that. You can um, put it on my Xbox card.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. And
1: I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. And I think I only spent like 80, 80 something dollars.
2: On one sex toy. On
1: one, one, my first sex toy. <laughs> and it all oh, was a gold faithful until she flushed it out. That was a sad day, and
2: just stopped working. And now, what, you've just got piles of them, or? I have two. Two. What are they now?
1: Um, One's a vibrating dildo, and one's just a, more of a bullet type vibrator.
2: Right. And which one's your favourite? The bullet
1: one.
2: Bullet one? Yeah. Yeah, that's. So, that tells me that you're more of a, of a clip girl, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Can you orgasm from penetration? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I never used to be able to orgasm from oral or clitoral stimulation right. until my current partner. Mm hmm.
2: Right, okay. But
1: I could from a toy.
2: Right, okay. Yeah. So it makes it, yeah, that's weird. wee bit yeah, it was, yeah. the,
1: the funny conversation came a few weeks later when the packaging was in my bedside drawer during the holidays. It was the end, of the end of the year and I'd moved back into holidays. Right. And the packaging was in my bedside drawer and I was doing something tidy and, was the of something and she was working all and she like, what's this? And so and Dad had to kind of fess up because he'd seen this still come through his, on, his on his card. On his, and and Dad kind of had to fess up, and like, oh, okay. <laughs> and that yeah. was the end of that conversation.
2: Now, it's interesting that your mother reacted like that, because, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but your parents are religious, right? No. no? no Why
1: well,
2: did I think that? Okay. Maybe it was a youth group thing.
1: Yeah, so that that youth group connotation is for an international peace organisation, uh, okay, so rather a wee than bit a, different. a church youth group, yeah. Right, okay. About promoting global friendships and understanding. Friends. 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 I mean,
0: Friends.
1: It means that... It's by the time I was 18, I'd traveled to the Philippines yep. with a delegation, spent a week in Perth, three weeks in Perth with 10, uh, delegates from 10 other countries.
4: Right.
1: At 18, I um, traveled solo solo to Brazil. Oh, cool. And spent three weeks on a flight just outside um, Sao Paulo, mm-hmm. with, with people from mostly South America and Europe. Right. Um, so I got to do experiences through them, but no, my mother was a... Surprise 10 years after her eldest elder sister was born. So there were right. two kids. Mm-hmm. And then mum was surprised, and my grandparents were already a bit older.
2: Right.
1: So almost at half a generation older. Mm-hmm. That she was raised with those sort of values.
2: Okay. So the, the sex toy thing was still a little bit off at
1: yeah. that point, right? Yeah. yeah. Her, her sex ed talk was trying to bring it up over dinner at a local <laughs> Thai restaurant where we used to live. And she worked to high school at the time gotten a book out of the library, i have already, already had some experience so I've <laughs> already, at that stage, I'd already educated my friends, and right. that that you might find interesting, actually, yeah. this um, friend of mine, and I wasn't very experienced at this stage, and I right. like lost my virginity, and it was one other guy at this stage. Right,
2: but so they I had no, 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 no point right.
1: And she was asking what flow jobs were like. And I was like, well, I can't really describe them. I can't really describe <laughs> Go yeah. grab a sausage. Yeah, but, so what we did, though, is we went into after school and sat down and watched a whole lot of together. Right. And I was like, it's not actually like this. Right, Like, right. this is, this is the drama, I but mm-hmm. you can see the sort of the technique that got, you know, and we were looking at, and then she was asking other questions, about different things that I had no about. So, right, let's just search it. Mm-hmm. And so we spent a good couple of hours <laughs> <laughs> looking, watching porn sitting on my couch. Lovely. And um, every now and then my dog would kind of look up at the noises that she was hearing and <laughs> like, what the hell are you two doing? <laughs> um, and that was kind of almost her sexual education in a way. Right. But but I, I really your, yours
2: mostly came through doing it.
1: Yeah.
2: Right, so how old how old were you when you lost I your vagina? I was
1: 15. 15. 15. Not legal. Not legal. Um, and we were on a te- in a tent on my front lawn.
2: <laughs> Romantic.
1: Yeah, and he, uh, this guy I had a crush on for years. You had a crush on him? Yeah, on
2: yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right.
1: And um, there'd been an experience a couple of months earlier where we had made out and um, nothing really had gone from that. Right. But he, he had a girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. and I knew about that. Yeah, and I this is
2: this is going to tail into something else that we'll talk yeah. about, just not not too far from here.
1: Yeah. And um, so he, but I was young and naive, and, but puppy loved. And, and you wanted I, to bone. I didn't even know if I wanted to bone, I that like, yeah, it was kind of all really, I just kind of just went with the flow, Right. didn't really feel like I had my own voice, mm-hmm. whereas now I have.
2: See, now this is an interesting point because was it kind of pressured on you or was it?
1: A little bit, but I also felt that if I had stopped it and mm-hmm. said no or this is not right.
2: It would have stopped.
1: It would have stopped. The attention would have stopped. the Because we had a really
2: good oh, friendship okay. as well. Yeah. See, now, th- this still is mm. something that is, is big for me when it comes to sexual education of, of young men, mm. especially. Because for me, that is a form of, of coercion, mm. which can be considered um, a form of sexual abuse or sexual assault. Yeah. Um, when you're pressuring somebody else to to do these acts yeah. for you, and that's something that it doesn't even
1: have to be
3: in words. No, it can just be, can like be a in action.
2: It as yeah. well. The yeah. vibe
1: that you're yeah. giving off.
2: Although the the vibe is a little bit more difficult to 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 reel back up, yes, because sometimes you can't help how you come across, yeah. right? But the point is that young men need to sit there and go, it, it's there's there's a big difference between. Um, enthusiastic consent and consent yeah. so I always uh, consent on the enthousi- can
3: be removed at any time, at any time, any that's, time.
2: that's another experience yeah. I've had so, yeah, so enthusiastic consent is obviously the girl wants it yeah. and they've made it very very clear that they want it yeah. not the guy sitting there going hey do you want to do this, hey do you want to do this, hey do you want to do this hey let's do this just smiling cetera, and cetera, nodding yeah, exactly and the girl's just like they feel so run down and in your situation you didn't want to lose the friendship and that's why you did it right yeah, yeah. and that's a scary thought that's a worrying thought because and that's not how worked. you should be doing it
1: Yeah, you know, i still lost the friendship
2: yeah right was it good
1: right and the, ki- the, the kicker <laughs> the really sad bit about the whole thing at the end was he said to me oh i'm sorry but that was just something i needed to do and i'm like okay was that me or cheat on your girlfriend Mm. Like I didn't know, I didn't, and I didn't know how to ask that question, yeah, and I didn't, yeah. and I just kind of laid it quite dumb for a little while.
2: That's rough. Yeah. That's real rough.
1: Yeah. Shit. No, really
2: That's the worst thing
1: I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so, and you know, and then I lost the friendship, and I was like, well, what was the whole point of that?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. What, what, what can you do in that situation? Like, because you're just there, and you're like, yeah. And being
1: still, being still so young. Mm-hmm.
2: You're not really and understanding all yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: but even, like, there was no social... There was Bebo back then. <laughs> oh, and what so, a time to
2: be alive. And bebo so, in MySpace.
1: Yeah, but the amount of exposure we have to sexual references and, and anything sexual, sexualized, on social media now mm-hmm. is a lot more educating. And I see a lot of positive
2: yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the, um, the Me Too movement's a big one yeah, for me.
1: Then I would have... i had no kind of... Education
2: of such, apart from mm. what they told you at school, which, especially <laughs> when I was growing up, it was it was more scare tactics than anything in school when it came mm. to sex ed. Mm. It was like you can get all of these diseases. You could yeah. you have to wear a condom because which is fine, yeah. but it doesn't teach you about the mental side of what can happen, yeah. and that's the more dangerous side for me rather than getting you know gonorrhea or herpes or anything like that because that's treatable. Yeah. The way that you act towards people and how people can be affected by your actions is far more dangerous. If you think of, of sexual assault victims and things well, that have had these heavy, heavy things happen to them, it can take them years and years and years and years and they're still not over it. And that's not to say that they should just, you know, get over it or whatever, because it's way more intense, way more difficult than that. Um, but too many people don't understand the consequences of what they're doing.
1: and that, I was pretty lucky, and mm-hmm. my high school sex was was pretty good, it did talk about the effects of if you were sexually assaulted by male or female, mm-hmm. which I thought was quite... Yeah, that's a, that, that's that, a very that, key that thing. Quite, you know, it's not just females. Yeah. But that didn't really touch on what you were saying, which was quite interesting about the effects your actions can have. Mm-hmm. It was about the effects of other people's actions on you, which was
2: really important. Yeah, 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 but... Uh, and and this this is a huge thing for me right now in this moment is there's too much of telling girls how to um, defend themselves for lack of a better term how to act how to dress to stop these things happening to them when the conversation should be to the young boys about not doing it yeah, yeah. you know it's not hey girls this is how you protect yourself it's hey guys don't fucking do this
1: we should be able to wear whatever we want oh fuck yes
2: i
0: love looking at girls
2: wearing fuck all i'm not gonna fucking follow them home and you know do stuff to them i'll i'm the guy who'll walk up and go fuck you look hot and then walk away yeah
1: (laughs) and and whether girls will admit it or not but if i'm wearing revealing clothes it's because i want people to look at me yeah
2: and and, and you feel sexy right yeah yeah God forbid a woman fucking feels sexy in what she's wearing and how she looks. Fuck, maybe we can't have that. Even
1: as far, you know, not even going as far as feeling sexy, but people go, oh, we're only the movies, why are you wearing makeup? And I'm like, because I like to put makeup on. Yeah, I fuck you. I don't care if I'm sitting in a dark theatre for two hours. Mm. You know, I like to go out and put on a face.
2: Yeah, this makes yeah. me feel nice. Yeah. Fuck you.
1: Yeah. Like, right? Right.
2: Hmm. So... Now we sort of need to get... Okay, we'll, we'll move on to this being the other woman. Thing. Yeah. Because this, this was the first time that this it happened. This was the
1: first and I did know... And you
2: knowingly did it.
1: But being... I'm, I defend myself in the fact that I was young and mm-hmm. naive and kind of whirlwind. But he, here's, here's the
2: thing about being the other person. I've been the other person quite often, right? And sometimes knowingly, sometimes not. Um, and the thing for me is if you're knowingly doing it and the other person is knowingly it, obviously knowingly doing yeah. it then there's an issue in their relationship as it is you know and if you're being a part of them breaking up then it's not necessarily a bad thing yeah. and in my opinion
1: and, and that's something that I took a lot of long time to sort of process is that mm. that was his choice yeah yeah you know
2: absolutely he could have at any time gone no thanks yeah. I'm you know I'm with my partner there's no two ways about it but by the same token um obviously people listening already know i'm polyamorous Yeah. so that doesn't mean i go out fucking whoever whatever there's a lot of the people that i associate with are polyamorous as well so we just sort of end up you know and there's a big difference the big big difference between swinging and polyamory Yes. Yeah. okay um People who are in the lifestyle know the difference difference because they're in it. They know, you know. I fall into both categories. So I'll go out and I'll fuck couples, you know, um, but one of the people in the couple and and they're all fine with it. There's no issue because they know, you know, everybody's above board. But I've broken up a marriage before. Oh, no. Not knowing about it. Okay. Not knowing about
1: it. You
2: didn't go in with the intense. No, 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 no.
1: As long as you don't she know. was
2: just a sexy, slightly older woman. She was only like twenty nine or something like that. I was twenty one. Um, a long
1: time ago. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 um, but you know, I didn't know home. I didn't know, and I didn't realize um, until a couple of days after. And it was when I found her on. Uh, must have been Facebook yeah it would have been facebook and i saw married to blah 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 i was like Ooh,
4: she's
2: oh she's married okay um cool that okay. shit happens yeah and then i was and obviously he'd found me at some point on okay. uh, through all of this i don't know if she told him what had happened or, or what yeah. but i was walking down the street and this guy came in charging at me i'm like whoa <laughs> what the fuck is going on here pal Oh. And um, he said, you fucked my wife. I'm like, uh, okay, you must be um, yeah. so-and-so. I'm not going to name names nice. because that's unfair. And I was like, dude, I because we didn't fuck at her house. Yeah. She came to mine, which was quite, I guess semi-normal. You know, yeah. you go back to either oh, one. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't think anything of not going back to her house. Yeah. And if I had, then I probably would have noticed, hey, what's with the dude's shoes? Yeah. You know, what's with the closet full of men's, men's clothing.
1: Of photos. Photos, all yeah. that
2: sort of thing. And, like, once he calmed down and realised, like, we're fucking, we're done now because of you. I was like, well, that's shit. But she made that decision, man. There's obviously something that was unresolved between you two to make this happen. you didn't
1: even know about no, her. No,
2: and I didn't know about her. And that's when he took a step back and went, fuck. He actually completely calmed down and went, fuck, you're actually fine alright because he was human, and kind of fair enough you know Yeah. some fucking little 21 year old punks come up and bro and fuck your missus yeah um but yeah he sort of stepped back and just went well yeah you're right and it was, in the end like yeah i'm pissed off and all of that sort of stuff but if she's going to do that now she's going to do that plenty of times in the future and it's only going to get more and more painful especially if we had kids or you know because yeah. they'd only be married for something like six months
1: so she won't really be get married that's that, that that's what I took
2: out of it, but that was me being the other man. Yeah. We're not here to talk about me as much as <laughs> as much as I love talking about me. What's what was your experience for the second time where you, where you didn't know?
1: So the second time, and this is a very convoluted, a little bit convoluted actually, story. I had before I left um, Auckland in the Christchurch mm-hmm. I was talking out with this guy, and we. You know, we'd known each other from primary school and sort of reconnected. and- Was he us?
2: Yeah. He wasn't me though, was Mm he? No, exactly.
1: Very different to you. Fuller than me. What
2: the fuck are you saying?
1: (laughs) 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 But you're not as full.
2: No, I'm not. I'm I'm only 5'10. Not
1: many guys are. Mm. Not many guys are. Um, But anyway, we digressed. And we were just. He knew all along that I was moving Mm -hmm. and. We were just having a bit of fun and then he came to Christchurch to see some family and he said, hey, let's catch up, went over and he was in One the-
2: thing led to another. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: and we ended up sleeping together and then he sort of messaged me a couple days later. He was like, I've broken up with my girlfriend and I went, huh?
2: Ah, what girlfriend? Yeah, sorry, you what? What
1: girlfriend? <laughs> um, broken up with my girlfriend and you know, just sort of wanted to know if you want to sort of pick things up, you my long distance. Whoa. So this is first long distance. And I kind and of... did you say yes? I kind of, well, because we had that connection before i right, much,
3: right.
1: With left. Right, right. Before i left Auckland. You know, it wasn't that out of the blue a question, because we had sort of mentioned not long, long distance before i left.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, well look, if we're going to do that, we can't make it serious because we've already done this one. Yeah. And he's like, fair enough. And so, so it was kind
2: of, kind of polyamorous, yeah, in, a
1: in a way. Yeah, in a way. And then, when I actually got together with my current partner, mm-hmm. and this was sort of the first night that we had had that conversation, and, like, first kisses and stuff like that, nothing, no sex or anything yet, mm. I kind of went, I'd forgotten all about this other guy. Because theoretically we were still something. Right. <laughs> so you
2: just forgotten about it. But
1: within, within a couple of hours, I had called him and gone, you know, this is better. No, not, no, we're barely in a relationship. So we, yeah. we were both mentally on the same page. Right. And so that's the other time I was the other woman, but I didn't realise that I was.
2: Hmm. So it didn't really end up too bad of a No, I didn't have any too
1: bad of a situation. And again, if someone decides to sleep with somebody else when they're in a relationship, that's their choice, it's not the other person's...
2: Yeah. yeah
1: unless, exactly. Unless it is sort of that coerced or, mm. you know, there is something else going on. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure happens. Oh, absolutely. And people make those decisions for lots of different reasons. Yeah. Lots of reasons. They can't be too judgmental the choices are enough. I like
4: being
2: judgmental.
1: <laughs> so do I, but I,
2: I think everybody does, but as long as you don't, then take that out on the person. Yeah. That, that's okay. a big difference. You can sit there and go, I think this person is this kind of person. But you've got to leave it open for them to surprise you as well. Yeah. Right? Because
1: you never really know everything about somebody.
2: No. No, shit, no. You can be with somebody for fucking like, 10 years and still be learning shit about them. And that's
1: what you want to be, though. Yeah, shit, yeah. You, wanna be you don't want to be stale. But, you want to be bored.
2: Mm. I get bored.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine so. What do you mean? <laughs> Well, you'd have to get bored if you... well, let me, re- let me think about my wording. Polyamory, in a sense, is not wanting to... I'm trying to think of the right word. I'm already getting ready you, to rebut this. No, and I know you are. But, you can be with someone and be committed to someone. Yep. Yeah. But you want a taste of something different sometimes. And In a loose...
2: That, that's more of a swinging side of okay. things. Okay, yeah. Polyamory li- literally means multiple relationships. So, it's having a relationship with two different people or three different but people. But are, are or,
1: those multiple people who are going to be the same person?
2: Generally not.
1: So, you're wanting something a bit different from the other Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the way, and I've, I'll say, I think I've said this on every podcast, <laughs> and I'll probably say it on every single one that I do, is um, polyamory for me, is, there's 7 billion people in the world. Have you heard me say this on, on one of the episodes? 7 billion people in the world. And you want to find that one person who satisfies all of your needs while you satisfy theirs and the chemistry is there? Yeah. Those, the odds are astronomical, right? Why not have two people, three people, whatever it needs, that satisfy different parts yeah. of what you need while you satisfy different parts of theirs? What I would love for me is to be just in this big fucking polyamorous community where everybody, you know, gets different things from different people. Well a lot of like Hugh no like No. But no, not with no. the beautiful
1: woman. No. You know, no, and no. the big compound.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the thing is Hugh Hefner made it all about him. Oh yeah. It was all about him. I don't want that. I, as much as I love shit being about me, that's that's not what I would want from that situation. I mean it's the happiness of everybody who's there and everybody getting different parts of what they need from other people. You know, you might. I know of people. I know of a of a lesbian woman that's married to a straight man. Mm-hmm. That they're, they're polyamorous, so she gets the sexual side from other women, and it's he gets emotional. yeah, gets the emotional side from from this relationship, and he gets the physical side from other other women or other men or whatever. No, he no, he's straight, so other women yeah. from elsewhere, and that works for them purely because they get the physical side, but they've still got their deep emotional connection. Yeah. Between them, which is why they're married and why they love each other so much. And for me, that that's so fucking beautiful yeah. for me. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's a personal thing because you're monogamous, aren't you? Why? Is it is it because it's a societal thing? Do you think it's Probably, what what is expected of you? Part of it, but mm. it's
1: also for me, I feel secure.
2: Right, so you um, feel you would feel a little more insecure if it were. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, because
2: you because you, you're thinking that your partner's going to go off and do something. Yeah. So it's okay. Okay, now this we
1: have we have had this conversation. Have we? Through through written text. Right. And and but I don't know. I just I don't yeah. know if I could handle being in a. But
2: you, you've discussed with your partner about, you know, sleeping with other people or, or an open relationship, haven't you?
1: It's come up when we've been drunk a couple of times. Right. And never anything was ever come from it. Right. That conversation.
2: Is that because of him or because of you? A bit of both. All right.
1: I'm probably more open than he is. Okay. Just
2: because. you're probably a far more sexual person. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and there are times when I go... Why can't I
3: just go back to the 18 and
2: like, having a different guy every night? There were a few weeks ago I had a different guy oh, believe me, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That happened. The- no, here, okay, here's the thing. There were three weeks straight, yeah. in uni hall, with a different girl every night yeah. for me, yeah. that it, during me. your year. Generally- you you <laughs> were one, of, you were one a- of those girls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And you wouldn't have had a fucking clue about it.
1: Oh, but
2: But that year, I slammed my way. Because even the first night that you that you guys moved in, I somehow were in managed. India? Yeah, I managed. You know the party that was in the courtyard thing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I was in that party, <laughs> and the, there were some of the um the RAs, so the residential assistants, yeah. who were like, "Aren't you oh. like third year?" To me? And I was like, yeah, I couldn't find a place to stay, so I talked to the uni, they said I could move into uni hall this year. Were you actually been
1: there that year? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I <laughs> no, I, I
2: wanted, I needed to say that so I could stay I in this stay party, party thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I was almost certain i will wear a buckle because, you know, I mean, few, it was a beach party yeah. thing. So I was probably oh, I in just a that, or something, yeah, yeah. yeah you know sure. the one I I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, now it. I know the one. And then we everybody went down to the foundry and I was still wearing fuck all, just swaned yeah. into the, the foundry, which is a uni bar in Christchurch. But
1: that year you were in fuck all, with probably your reputation. Yeah. Was more was actually more of your reputation. Yeah.
2: Than you. And was, I think part of my reputation was that I was fun. Yes. There's, yeah. there's no two ways about that. I was a very, very fun person while I was at uni. And... And here's the weird thing, because I was very famous for wearing the mankini, right? Yeah. The, you know, the Borat, the whole Borat thing. Yeah. I wasn't very confident at uni. You
3: didn't, no, you didn't act up.
2: Exactly, and this is the thing. Wearing the mankini made people talk to me. Yeah. So that I didn't have to go and talk, talk to, to people. Me. And that made it very, very easy for me. I'm very good when I'm, in, when I'm introduced to somebody. I'm very good when people come to me. I'm not so good at going to people. Yeah but that's changed now because I've done a lot of sales roles now so I'm very very comfortable walking up but my pickup style now excuse me just a sweet sweet little burp um, my pickup style now is to find somebody attractive on the street I'll literally there'll be 20,000 leagues out of my own I don't care I'll walk up to them I'll find something to compliment them on and just let them yeah. or ask for the number if they say no, fine, fine. but what I like to say as well you may have a boyfriend but, could I have your Because that already puts that thing in there. If they're not, they don't feel forced to say, yes, here's my number, because it's a confrontational thing. Yeah. They have an out already if they want to yeah.
1: take it. What I didn't like about what you just said, mm. and you said it very quickly, is I'll go up to them even if they're way out of my league. Mm. It's a league business.
2: Okay, I'll like, say I'll say a perceived league. Yes, cause, because... Because that- I, I, I don't have a league. But an, on, an onlooker from, again, wherever will sit there and go, how the fuck's he gotten hit?
1: Yeah. And that took, that took me a couple of years after leaving Union because I was really mm. kind of looking back at the guys that I was with, and how varied they were, mm. very varied in terms of physical appearance. And
2: Let, Let's just say that I was the best looking one. We
3: know that. Sure.
2: Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I was. I was. People, believe me, I was. Because I'm fucking spectacular. Are
1: like, um,
2: oh, then butterflies coming.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, none.
2: So the butterflies thing is quite funny, because we were speaking about it the other day. Yeah. The first time I kissed you.
1: Yeah. While you were having a cigarette mm-hmm. out the back of the uni all, Yep. Which I was probably, at that time, I was bumming, probably bumming a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just
2: got really nervous. Did I, I think I pushed you up against the wall to get it?
1: Yeah, you probably did. Yeah. Which is what I would have wanted. Yeah. Because at that stage and even now You would never
2: have made the first move. I'm not
1: but even now I'm not and even then I wasn't an an instigator.
2: Mhm.
1: It was I was quite awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. but once once it's all going...
2: You're into it. I'm in. I'm yeah, like, yeah, Sweet. yeah. It's that first little quick. Yeah.
1: I'll flirt my ass off. Yeah. And that's something I've been doing since quite young mm-hmm. and not noticing how much of a flirt I was. Right. Like, um, I had a high school. Oh, I'm,
2: it's, it's flirting such, it's, it's not even second nature to me anymore. It's no. just how I am. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had a, I had a high school teacher and she sort of walked past because knew my mother from the previous school she flirted. She right, was. right. Uh, Stephen, you two are together. I'm like, what do you make? Sure? I can hear you flirting from in the classroom. I was like, Really? <laughs> and like, she was very, she was a very blunt lady and I am right. for it, but she was like, come out, you. You're only, how was Ronnie? I was like, Okay, but, okay. Yeah, so even then I was flirting away, but I would never instigate. Yeah. I would never, the you'd wait, for, to step, you'd wait never, for the
2: first move to be made on you.
1: Although, apparently, and I don't remember this because our mutual friend mm. had the capabilities of getting very drunk. Yeah. At the time that I knew him. Because he
2: worked at the fucking bar.
1: <laughs> and apparently, Kiki he likes to remind me that I was very handsy when he met up with me at a later bar. because
2: you wanted drinks.
1: No, this was at a later bar. You still wanted drinks. I, Although <laughs> I had i I had my hair done for something, and I was like, mm. fuck on a bosons and dinner. I made him take all those bobby pins out <laughs> before he could undo my dress.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like,
1: wait, you have to get these out. I can't get them. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> How do
2: I do this? <laughs> oh, my days. But, poor man.
1: But that's the only time I've ever been told um, I was very handsy. But
2: I was... Yeah, oh, no, you got pretty handsy with me after I kissed you. Yeah, after. So fucking handsy after that.
1: Yeah. I think we were, we were still in Dolby's room, weren't we?
2: Yeah. Then you're like, um, so we, sh- should we... I'm going might... back to
1: my room. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like, okay, I'm coming. You're like, okay. <laughs> and look, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. And here we are, what, six years later? Seven years. Six, six years six. later. Talking on into fucking microphones. On a side note, this is the first time I've had two microphones, so I'm really excited. I'm going to be the this. best
1: sounding one you have up until this point. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see.
2: We'll see. So the sound for this one's probably going to be a wee bit different to most, but it's me trying to work through everything again. Yeah. And trying to figure out. I'm because the first two episodes that came out were, were awful, they sounded terrible. Um, but I think it's improved as I've gone along, yeah. and hopefully, this now that I've got two microphones will be a lot better and will be sweet. Cool. Fingers crossed! Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the first night that we did something, I, I got this confused when we've been talking recently, didn't I? Yeah. I, I thought it was a different night, did. I think. No, a different person. I said something. Because no, because oh, I thought it was yes. at the bar. Yeah, no. As opposed to in, in Dobby's room.
1: Dobby's room where we, where we met. next. Mm. And then a few weeks later you came and stayed at mine. Yeah. Pre-tea party. Mm. I didn't last very long at that tea party. Because you were up so early to go to your friend's place for breakfast. Yeah. So I was starting drinking super early. I
2: think this this was the time that I did... I did...
1: You were doing all of it. Yeah, like, I did um, six, six before six. six.
2: Shh. Uh, crate with a mate before eight. Yeah. Wine before, before nine. nine. Goon, Goon before, before noon. noon. So I, at this point, okay. At this point, I by the time tea party rolled around, I'd had something like sixty odd standard drinks because I completed all of these. Yeah. Like so, a crate bottle is what seven fifty mil. Yeah.
1: And coming in crate. Yeah.
2: 12. Twelve. So I've had six bottles of that. I've had three liters of fucking vodka. When, when
1: this shop come into us I'm
3: sure there were sure. shots as
2: well. I didn't do shots, though. No, so, know. six four, six is like six beers or six whatever. Yeah, six drinks before six. Um, bottle of wine before nine. Crate with a mate before eight. So, crate 750ml bottles of beer. 20 couple of beer. Yeah, so that it's, it comes in 12. So, you have six of those. Uh, so, yeah. Wine before nine, and then three litres of the, you know, the the old vodka fucking... Kelsey cranberry Yeah.
1: Classic.
2: Yep. Yeah one of those goons because I wanted to fuck did I mix my no I started with diesels that's you right because you six were drinking diesels six. when you yes, did
3: mine because
1: yes. you had your diesels and your bacon and you were going to a mate's place and you kept diesels to see the and bacon oh no we went to, I was at Bloom the night before
2: right yeah I didn't go had, to that
1: no but didn't I catch seeing you there
2: unless I got in for free
1: I think no I'm pretty sure I saw you there and then you're oh, like yeah I no yeah yours? yeah I
2: did I did yeah yeah yeah
1: and I was like yeah sure I've got a bed free you. you were mm. hoping to love my bed
2: <laughs> nah.
1: nah. Um. And yeah, and then you you got up and came and woke what me up.
3: Oh, that's but right. There was a, a little. No, I had a
1: spare room at that point. Did you? Yeah, yeah, because one of the guys had moved out and I would have... Oh there.
2: yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you came and woke me up to say goodbye, and I was like, "Well, oh, that's nice." I was asleep, and then that was I was awake.
2: No. Well.
1: <laughs> and I just started drinking, and I got I was there like half an hour before <laughs> I got carried home. They called the RAs across. No.
2: Nah. <laughs> um. Whereas me, was it, this was, this was a time, I think, was I in a dressing, no, no, what was I wearing this year?
1: I was, I was Tinkerbell. Yeah. It was cheap. And all I had was wings and some glitter, so I had a green dress.
2: I think I may have gone as, like, Nacho Libre.
1: Possibly, actually. that sounds familiar.
2: Yeah. Potentially. So, basically, actually, o-week that year was it when i the toga party and i think i went as a spartan i didn't
1: go to that toga party oh. i went to the toga party the following year and i was in the only one in like a pink
2: let, let <laughs> me tell you this is one of my favorite stories from uni so toga party you know you're meant to be all wrapped up and everything and you covered and
3: you covered no I no, no wait wait party? for
2: what? it wait for it you've seen the movie you've seen the movie 300 right yes yeah. You know what the Spartans were in 300? Yeah. Like literally just like leather underwear, Roman sandals, and a cape.
1: Yeah. Oh, I've seen photos of that.
2: Yeah, and I had a painted on eight pack, I think it was. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. even six pack, yeah. it was an eight pack. <laughs> and I was the king of that fucking party. Let me tell you, I was the king of most parties. To be fair. Um, but I walked home from that, mm-hmm. which was fine. There was no issues there. Yeah. The issue came in when a, a cop car on a main road did a U-turn to, to <laughs> talk to me, and I'm sitting yeah. there going, fuck, I'm going to get done for and fucking indecent exposure, exposure. <laughs> or, or some fucking shit. Yeah. Um, no, no, because it wasn't that, uh, it takes me a lot to get, uh, no, back then it took me a yeah. fuck ton to get this. Like we're talking six Long Island ice teas and I'll still be fucking well, happy. Yeah. I wouldn't be anywhere near drunk. Um, and this was this is our ginger friend's Long Island iced teas with about yep. you know a centimeter of coke at the top and the rest of it's fucking spirits. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think I got anything without spirits. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah, I'll tell you what he used say to me <laughs> each time I went in after.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you need a flash of chips to get one.
1: No. No. He, well, he told me this after we hooked up, and he was like, because we would flirted quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to see if he could make drinks as good as the ones I had in the bars in Auckland. Right. And to be he wasn't bad. Okay. Hmm. The first time he said to me, yeah, yeah, I asked. The first time he came in, uh, it was my relationship was a bit rocky, so I was just being a bit flirty and having mm. a bit of a break. Yep. Yeah. The second time he came in, we'd just broke up, so I was testing the water, seeing what my game was like. <laughs> then the third time I came in, I, was, I decided I was going to be. I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me the first time I met you. All right. All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he, he made some very potent drinks. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway. But, Back to my story. Yeah. So you're the, the, pulled the, over. This cop car does a U-turn. So you know Road. Oh, it's, a main, it's a main street in fucking like, Studentville in Christchurch. Yeah. Does a U-turn in the middle of the road. Rolls down the window. I'm sitting there Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> roll down the window. Both of them give me the finger guns like the full... That is the best outfit I've <laughs> seen tonight. And I was like, fuck yes. Endorsed by the cops. What better, what yeah, better way? <laughs> and then... Um, and then one of the girls that I met that night, and I give my number out fucking left lines. I, I had business cards because I was running my business at this point as well. <laughs> um, that was So, you know, you give your number out left lines. Right? And one of the girls, and probably the hottest one that I approached that night, text me and was like, so where do you live? I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. But she was average. And
1: beard.
2: Yeah. But because even then I was still a little bit on the kinky side. I wasn't into the shit that I'm in now. No. But i still, you know, yeah. a proper good spanking and, you know, claws. Yeah, you know about my claws yeah. thing. fucking rip apart my back more than once. And I think
1: I took a few bites out of your
2: shoulders. Yeah, now. you're not fucking wrong there. I think I've still got a fucking scar there. Good. No, probably <laughs> um probably But, yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's the kind of thing that I can get myself into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh, uni, what a great time for me. Like mentally I was fucking awful like I, I did not like myself in any way I love myself far more now than what I did then Which is strange Because back then I was still relatively thin-ish But right? I wasn't as big as what I am now I was still I was about 100-ish Maybe 105 I'm about 115, 120 This is kilograms for those of you in America I know there's <laughs> some American people So if we're talking pounds for American I'm currently sitting at about 260, 265 um, back then, I was sitting at about 235, 240. Um, but even now, I don't consider myself fat because I've got a lot of muscle in what I do. There's, my stomach's actually hard; it's not flabby. You can't. But
1: it was hard.
2: Mm. So it was something Years else. Not <laughs> oh,
1: that big. Not that hard, and big.
2: No, I never said it was big. I never said I was big. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> but
1: your stomach wasn't it with hard too. No, it then, so mm. no, definitely <laughs> increased <laughs> in those days.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter though. Like, you're still an attractive woman. But there's no yeah. two ways about that. So but see, now I can be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking A. And I think that comes a little bit with age as well and realising that you've got to love yourself before anyone else yeah. otherwise you're just going to end up fucking yeah. going down the shit. Right? Yeah.
1: But talking about drinking, which mm-hmm. is weird. Cross and weave without conversation yep um that, that's how this podcast goes there's no fucking I plan i get quite horny when i'm dr- drunk
2: no shit i never would have thought that actually were we drunk the first time no no
1: don't ask. Whoa, 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 so whoa. I was, uh, well i was shit. i don't know if you were but i definitely was
2: i'm uh, pretty sure
1: i was and um i did a conturion Mm-hmm. And so Centurion typically is 100 shots in 100 minutes, mm-hmm. and they're not full. Well, the ones that oh, I've it's been not, exposed to. It's not spirits, to. usually. They're not spirits, and they're not full shots. The mm-hmm. ones that I've been exposed to. So, we, me and my group of friends, that's six of us. Mm-hmm. Did you even meet Nish? Nish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the instigator. Of, the of
3: course, idea he fucking was.
1: Um, and so, we went and got some alcohol, and we just got those nearly little plastic shop yeah, yeah, in Yeah, yeah, market. Yeah.
2: So, probably about half shots at yeah, best. Yeah,
1: yeah. And about six of us started it. And me and another friend were the only two that finished it. But right. we were less than halfway and we ran out Obviously,
2: of, I wasn't fucking in.
1: We ran out of things that weren't spirits. We ran out of beers, we ran out of ciders, and we were drinking liqueurs. and a Oh, mixture lovely. Of, and a mixture of liqueurs. Like we had melon liqueurs and Midori and... Um, like cheap ass liqueur. Yeah there was some um You're still a student tri- after there was some all. triple set. there was some vodka, <laughs> there was some tequila. Oh it was horrendous. The two of us finished it and we ended up in the common room and my the RA in charge of our dorm area specifically mm-hmm. I've gone very interesting. And I'd wanted to bone him for a very long time.
2: He wasn't Ben Holmes, was it?
1: <laughs> might have been.
2: I shouldn't have said that. Name, but, yeah. <laughs> it? Um, I'll edit that out. I'll, I'll, I'll put a blurb over that. Yeah,
1: it was him. And, uh, you know, I would never go mm. there because of, there was that sort of limitation with the RA.
2: But you tried to.
1: Well, not very well. Because he came and saw us in the comments He said, you guys are interested in here because at that stage, drinking on campus apart from in the common rooms had been banned. Mm-hmm. And he was on duty with most, and when, you're on, when they're on duty, they spend most of the time in the common room mm-hmm. to watch a drink of drinking. We are like, no, no, we we'll just go back from a friend's place. <laughs> so we'd been drinking in, um, in one of our dorms. And so later that night, I was very, very ill. It's
2: funny though. Very,
1: very ill. And he came through to do checks and he sort of said, of you write and one of my roommates? was like, yeah, I'm looking after her she's alright. And um, you were not alright. I was not alright <laughs> every time she tried to pick me up off the floor. I was like, No, I'm gonna sit, but like I could just feel her yeah, like trying yeah, yeah. with lift me. And with the doors, because I was in the flat part of it, not in the single room, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those doors were the fire doors, so until they click shut, mm-hmm. everything is crystal clear. You can see everything crystal clear, right? And and I thought he'd heard the door open and I heard it start to shut, and I very loudly and I want to began <laughs> to my friend who was looking after me and then I heard the door click and I was like oh my god <laughs> and the next few times I saw him something else on the negative side of things had happened with some friends and I was mm-hmm. in a very delicate place and he was being very kind looking after me but it, he, he kind of definitely gave off this awkward vibe because <laughs> he had obviously heard what I had said Yeah. but man like even in that state I still would have boned somebody. Mm-hmm. In that that's
2: yeah. Rate. See, I couldn't do
1: that. I think that's when I'm most confident. Well, at that, di- at that like time. Like when you were
2: really ill. Or? No, no, no. When I'm really drunk. Oh, okay. Like
1: that's when I'm most confident in my physicality, mm-hmm. in right, my body, Right. right, right
2: and things. Right. The, well, that's when they say the real person shines through, right? Is yes. when you is when you're drunk. Which might be why we're <laughs> drinking now. <laughs>
1: We're
2: doing Why, Nick? No, we haven't. I was about to do that while you were talking and then you stopped talking. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay.
2: Um. (laughs) No, That's (laughs) alright. Um. We're. Okay, so. Yeah. I was gonna say, I can't do drunk sex. Why not? Like, proper drunk sex. Proper. The consent side of it is blurred. Fair enough. And I'm not fucking Robin Thicke. No. There's no fucking blurred lines. No. Right? It's, yeah, and I, back then, not an issue. Yeah, now, Back then, not an issue. Now, I'm very, very delicate around that.
1: I'm guessing now.
2: I'm it, a much better person now as well, like, than what I was. But
1: now, you're, I was, you know, your standard to put it in a, in a sex, type mm. of sex is a lot different. What you used to have, yeah. Well, it can turn down that kink track probably a lot quicker than it used to. Yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming and, this is all assumptions I'm <laughs> making, but you know, so you've got to be a bit more careful.
2: Yeah, I I won't do kink stuff right any while there's alcohol involved. It's too many risks. Your blood yeah. then, yeah. and if there is blood spilled, then it can actually come kind of quite a bit. And I've done a lot of blood play. It's something that I really quite enjoy. I think it's really hot. That that intimacy of it yeah. more than anything else. You know, somebody's shedding their blood for you.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's very intimate. You know, that's a huge,
2: huge thing. And I love that. I've only ever done it with... One? Maybe two? Mm -hmm. At most? And that's because it is... I couldn't share that with somebody... That I'm not really close with. But... That's another risk that's run. And then, obviously, there's the consent side of it. And consent is interesting within Kink. Because... Obviously there's spanking and things like that involved and it, gets, it can get heavy from there yeah. quite easily. You can't actually consent to being spanked, because it's assault. You cannot oh. consent to assault. So I've gone to a fair few king parties, if the cops ever walk in, it could all be done for assault. Yeah. And the victim, in inverted, in inverted quotation, can't say I don't want to press charges, because the cops have walked in and seen Me. you commit yeah. this act so that's another thing that's really really interesting around that sort of thing and why I'm very very careful when I'm doing this in that both parties are in a clear headspace and not just with alcohol I mean mentally in general as well you know it's it can be really quite damaging to do these sorts of acts you know whether it's a caning getting someone to crop um, using a knife all of these things can I'm not sure what kind of response that was. Was <laughs> that scared uh, or excited? <laughs> shocked. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's all of these sorts of things that can go wrong. And if somebody's not in mentally in the right space, and I've called scenes off before because I've not been in the right space yeah. or because I can tell that they're not in the right space, and it's not just for their safety. It's for mine as well. And not, with, not even with the law, but my headspace can change because of what's happening with the person yeah. that I'm playing with so it's it's just being careful in every sense of the word but
1: you, you're talking about my reaction mm. I've learned them basically everything I know so far about from these podcasts so far oh, I've right. not been a world that I've
2: is it something you're interested in at all
1: very slightly okay. like I've done some basic things like rope and blindfolds and you know,
2: Everybody says rope, and I, I, and I no, sit you here. No, you don't and I, like rope. I, no, I do like rope. I think it's really beautiful. Oh, yeah. I love what you can do with rope. I just have the unfortunate mixture of being a perfectionist yeah. and and impatient. <laughs> yeah. So I won't do it purely for safety's sake, because I'll try and rush through it and think I know things when I don't, and things can go okay, wrong, yeah. and I can hurt someone. But,
1: but anyways I haven't... I mean... Just a little bit of interest, mm-hmm. but I've never nothing f- heavy. No, nothing heavy, and I've never found.
2: I know bedroom. you. I know you like being spanked. I know you like digging claws into people. Yeah. I know you like biting and yeah. inflicting things. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I do like a little bit of tr- like a light choke,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but again, like nothing.
2: And I'm, I feel as though that's relatively standard in this is day and, totally and age. Weird. Um. But there's a story I've told on this podcast before that I won't go into again about... I don't know if you've heard about the really vanilla girl yes. that, that I slept with yeah. and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. But even something like a lightsaber can be enough.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. For me. But like, looking, watching that video of all your, your equipment <laughs> and that's yes. not even all of it, but I was just like, what did you there for? What would you want to do that? Like, as you're talking about with all the youth, and I'm like...
2: But you, you didn't ask why? me any of these things, though. No. After you'd watched it, I was expecting all of these questions from you about why are you doing this, what do you use this for, what's what's why, what's the pleasure you, in that?
1: You described what they all did, mm. so that was kind of asked. But why?
3: Do I, I feel I need as though like this why, is why? this
2: video needs to go up on 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 the social media so people know what I'm actually yeah, talking about, yeah. right?
1: But um, I didn't need to ask the question because mm. you do it. Because there's a, there's a pleasure involved.
2: Yeah, and that's and what, it what comes other explain
1: like for me looking at some of these like nipple am like ah, no, like I was feeling sore. Like <laughs> I was just like no, 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 uh, uh, and that that's pleasure for some people. Yeah, and that's, yeah it's boring after all the time.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's it's the flavor of life, right? Yeah, the flavor of variety and yeah, and, and what you can do and what mm, you can't do. So like,
1: hence why I didn't need to ask you any questions. Yeah, because it, you know there's a point that that's Obviously, for l- pleasurable for you or
2: your par- partners Yeah, but, well I like the fact that you changed from partner to partner, I mean, there
1: Thinking um, about the multitude, you're in trouble figures when I met you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Here's here's, <laughs> here's here's the thing though. I don't, I don't have a lot of sex anymore. I just generally don't. It's That's boring. No, it's the connection side that I that I like more.
1: I guess he- You've had so much.
2: I, yeah, I've had far too much sex with somebody who looks like me. <laughs> um, but again my, my big thing is not how I look it's who I am yeah. that's what people are attracted to when it comes to me you can say that I'm completely wrong here but I'm, I'm fairly not. certain you agree I'm it, it. it's who I am as a person yeah. and I've lost my train of thought where was I um, going lots of sticks, yeah. Lots of sticks yeah 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 so and that's part of the reason my recent ex and I have broken up is because we didn't sleep together fuck all yeah. She had a high sex drive I don't anymore um, But I do love a good fuck Still But cool. it needs to be with the right person At the right time the right situation I'm such a picky bastard when it comes to fucking right. Which is weird It's really really weird Because like back From from 15 upwards I was, Yep okay let's go Yeah And 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 here's the weird thing about it I've read so many times that women reach their sexual prime in their mid to late 20s. Men, or men, in inverted quotations again, teens to, mid, uh, to early 20s, and I think I've just gotten past that point now where I'll just sort of, you know, cruise, yeah. And it's not that I don't enjoy sex, of course I fucking love it, it's, you know, it's physically gratifying, it's emotionally gratifying, yeah. and it releases endorphins so it's good it's the same as eating chocolate or going on a run
3: run releases endorphins oh come on I don't,
2: I don't fucking run but you know it's, it's still that same that same process but you're doing it with somebody else and you've got that connection with somebody else that makes it so much better and i just just in your eyes and you love when I go deep with my voice <laughs> am I wrong
1: Always.
3: Always.
1: <laughs> I'm not going
2: to give you the satisfaction <laughs> of agreeing with you. Well, they dumb. I never said you were dumb. Not recently. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> <laughs> What'd you just throw at me?
1: Cable tie. Cable
2: tie. <laughs> um, right, but on that note, um, we have been talking for over an hour now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has gone quickly, as most of the, most yeah. of the pods do. It probably feels like it's been about half that time to you. Um, yeah. 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 But I, I, think on that note, it's probably a good spot to to thank you for coming in.
1: Okay. Um,
2: thank you for talking to me. It's been really, really good to catch up with you again because yeah. Yeah. it has been such a long time.
1: And we didn't know each other very well no. to begin
3: with, anyway. No.
2: Think, so the fact that we're still in contact is kind of amazing to begin with. Because yeah. um, I mean, what, what was it? I put, i just messaged you on Facebook randomly one day, like, in the last couple of weeks.
1: No, I gave you some feedback
2: on the podcast. Ah, oh, yeah.
1: I'd look into
2: that on the way to Right, yeah, 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 And that's sort of how we've gotten back in touch, yeah. because it's probably been a good two or three years before that, before yeah. we would spoken to each other since. So, yeah, it's, it's, and that's what I'm finding with this podcast, it's really good reconnecting with, with people, people as well, yeah. not just about... Sex and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, that's a big part of what this podcast is, but it's been really great just talking to people and getting to know them better as yeah. well, even than people that I haven't spoken to for a long time. There's even been a couple of people, that, um, one or two people that I've not met um, that I've spoken to that will be coming up. No. Um, and, and a couple that have been as well. So, yeah, I've even got um, uh, one of the previous episodes that isn't up yet, is a virgin. So that's interesting as well. We've got a lot coming through, which has been really, really great. But, um, yeah, I'm rambling on again now. (laughs) Thank you very, very much for coming in. It's been enjoyable. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we will um, talk again soon. Thank you very much, Devin.
0: Okay, so that was our interview with with Devon, the the school teacher from here in New Zealand. Uh, it was an interesting one for me. It was kind of cool to have somebody on who I have a history with uh, in a sexual nature. So that was that was a fun part of that. I think that we brought up some stuff from old times that we probably didn't think about back then. And yeah, I hope everybody out there enjoyed it as well. Just remember. You can contact me through the through the social medias, through your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well, at the Ocelot Podcast, or via email. Next week, we have our first male guest on here, who is one of Becky's partners, who was a previous guest. So keep yourself tuned in for that. And like I said, do check out the interview that I had with the Swinging Down Under podcast, C&D from there. And please, if you can, please donate to my, um, to my shape for a Cure as well as that will be uh, – I'll put all the links in that in the, in the show notes and everything. Everything will be there for you to have a look at. And for now, thank you very much for listening and I'll see you same time next week.